0: from the Capitol in Madison. This is Wiz Politics Midday.
1: Hello everybody. I'm Adam Kelnhofer here with a midday podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today we're going to be talking about gubernatorial candidate on the Republican side Tim Michaels and what some of his positions have been and how he's kind of developed along the campaign trail. In some of these uh, most recent events, Uh, we're going to be talking about his gubernatorial debate with Dem Governor Tony Evers in the Channel 3000 studios in Madison. And we're also going to kick off this podcast with my colleague Kate Morton talking about what Michaels had to say at a recent Milwaukee Rotary Club event. So, Kate, what were some of the news bits that came out of that event?
0: Yeah, Adam, so there are a couple of interesting things that Michaels said at that event at the Milwaukee Rotary Club. One of the most interesting ones was some comments that he made about the issue of abortion. So, as we know, Wisconsin has our 1849 abortion ban on the books that only includes an exception for the life of the mother. Um, So, Michaels was asked a little bit about his position. Uh, In the past, he said that he... The 1849 law mirrors his position, but more recently he said he would be willing to sign a bill to add exceptions for rape and incest. So during the event, Tim Michaels said something new, which was he said, I would never arrest a doctor. Um, This was interesting just because we know that under our current abortion ban, anyone who is guilty of performing an abortion other than the mother is guilty of a class H felony. Um, So this was something that got a lot of news attention. But we did see the Michaels campaign kind of walking back on it, clarifying to say that Tim Michaels himself wouldn't necessarily be arresting anyone like someone who is, say, a police officer.
1: Yeah, Kate, that's definitely an interesting change of pace for Michaels because, as we know, a while back, he said that that 1849 abortion ban mirrors his own position on the issue. and. Kate, we have a new proposal from Michaels on how he plans to deal with the Department of Natural Resources, right?
0: Yes, so Michaels kind of proposed this suggestion of dividing up the DNR into two separate agencies. He kind of proposed that there would be this business side and an outdoor um, recreation side. He was basically saying that businesses and hunters feel like the DNR doesn't have their back or the DNR is out to get them. So he said that this might be a way to deal with that. He didn't go into a ton of detail and seemed to be kind of just having this as a suggestion. But um, we do know this has been proposed in the past, but obviously it didn't happen. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he is elected, if that's something he pursues.
1: So, Kate, another big topic in this gubernatorial election has been crime. As we've seen, violent crime, especially in Milwaukee, has been on the rise. What were Tim Michaels' plans to address some of that crime?
0: Yes. So one of the questions that Michaels um, was given was specifically about crimes involving assault rifles. Now, Michaels has said, um, things whenever he gets this question, usually he kind of points out things like crimes that are using maybe knives, things like that. Um, he We know he's a hunter. He doesn't want to necessarily like crack down on gun control or anything. But um, his answer to this question was basically he said in my inaugural speech, I'll reach out to the quote bad guys and he'll somehow make it clear to them basically that whatever is going on now with the high crime has to stop. So he didn't have any specific proposals, but he seems to believe that Governor Evers is giving the impression that criminals can get away with anything at this point.
1: Yeah, Kate, that uh, gun-related crime thing I think is really interesting to touch on because in that Channel 3000 debate between Evers and Michaels, uh, the issue of gun crimes also came up. And when Evers said his proposal was to uh, create universal background checks and introduce red flag laws to kind of, in his words, protect uh, Wisconsinites from gun related crimes, Michaels argued that red flag laws would more likely hurt legal gun owners. And he said that's a significant thing to consider in Wisconsin because. Uh, A lot of Wisconsinites own guns, and a lot of Wisconsinites are hunters, and there are a lot of hunters from other states that cross our border to come and hunt in Wisconsin. And he kind of warned that that red flag law, in his words, would allow, you know, maybe an angry spouse to uh, allege that their spouse who owns a gun is a danger, and then that would allow police to take their guns, in his words, um, unconstitutionally. So, that's kind of a really interesting difference in opinions between Evers and Michaels. And we also know Michaels has said that he himself owns a lot of guns.
0: So Adam, on that issue, we know that Evers and Michaels differ. What did Evers have to say about that?
1: Yeah. So he said uh, universal background checks would really help uh, ensure safety for a lot of Wisconsinites. Um, And basically universal background checks would mean that, Anyone looking to buy a gun in Wisconsin needs to go through a background check uh, regardless of where or whom they purchase the gun from. So right now in Wisconsin, if you purchase a gun and you are over the age of 18, if you purchase a gun uh, in a private sales, you know, just say, I buy a gun from you, Kate, there doesn't need to be any kind of background check there because neither of us is a federally licensed firearms dealer, which is how Wisconsin's law is written. Uh, Those federally licensed dealers have to have a license to sell uh, guns to the public. And in order to have that license, they have to do those background checks. So this would mean the universal background checks would mean background checks have to go through at gun shows, or private sales, pretty much any kind of sale in Wisconsin. And that would be a big change for the state. And on red flag laws, Evers said that would also uh, protect Wisconsinites because it would allow people who feel that their family members or friends might be a danger to themselves or others, and they own a gun, making it easier to inflict harm on others. He said that would allow uh, police to kind of try to mitigate the circumstances and remove the gun from that equation, which doesn't necessarily mean the person who owns that gun is not a danger to society or um, their friends and family, but uh, they possess less of an easy ability to inflict harm on others.
0: So Adam, obviously, as you were saying earlier, crime has been a big issue. What other topics did they hit on during that debate?
1: Well, they definitely hit on crime, Kate. Uh, They talked about crime quite a bit. And in that debate, Michaels said that he would basically let criminals know that there's a new sheriff in town, in his words. He basically, as you said, he's, he said he would go and talk to these quote-unquote bad guys and tell them that there's, you know, a, a new executive in town willing to really go after them and, and make their lives hard and enforce the law as written because that's kind of where Michael stands. He's said he's opposed a lot of these new gun laws because he says that there are already laws on the books that prevent gun crimes. You know, murder is is still illegal. Uh, assault with a deadly weapon is still illegal. And Michaels is saying that criminals are still breaking those laws, even though they exist. And his argument is that new laws won't really... Um, Prevent any of those crimes that are already happening from happening, anyways. But Evers, in rebuke, said that Michaels is really just talking tough and he doesn't actually have a plan to reduce crime. And Evers said his plan to reduce crime is to increase shared revenue for local municipalities. And that shared revenue is important for local municipalities because. That's how a lot of those municipalities get their money to hire new law enforcement members and acquire more resources for law enforcement. And he also touted the more than $100 million in federal COVID-19 funds that he spent on law enforcement.
0: So, Adam, we know our state has a multi-million dollar surplus. Uh, What kind of proposals did the candidates have to use that surplus for?
1: Uh, well, they both said that they want to at least give a, a good chunk of that projected surplus back to taxpayers. Evers kind of cut a little bit shorter than Michaels did. Evers said that he wants to provide a 10 percent tax break to middle class Wisconsinites and get rid of uh, the minimum markup on gasoline that's existed in our state since the 1930s. He also said he wants to include other kinds of tax breaks that he said would help make things like child care more affordable. Michaels went actually even further, and he said that he wants to return all of the surplus and pledge to overhaul the tax code uh, to reduce the tax burden on Wisconsinites. He said, quote, this excess in taxes that some people think is a good thing is wrong. And that's really interesting to me because we've seen Republicans in the legislature over the past year Really tout that projected surplus as we're talking about the rainy day fund and the uh, state surplus budget. Republicans have touted that as a measure of how responsible their spending has been and how responsible their budgets have been, and they have kind of refused throughout the pandemic to offer that money back to Wisconsinites. We've heard them propose maybe you know some tax cuts in the future, um, but. Michael's saying he wants to return all of that surplus to taxpayers is a pretty significant thing.
0: Yes, Adam, we'll have to stay tuned. Uh, Obviously, we're waiting for that election on November 8th, and it'll be interesting to see whoever the next governor is, how they decide to use that money.
1: Yeah, Kate, we'll definitely be watching to see if any of that state surplus gets spent in any manner. But for now, I'm Adam Kellenhofer.
0: I'm Kate Morton.
1: Thanks for tuning in.
0: This has been WIS Politics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com.